Hello, and welcome to the Observatory Science Centre podcast. In this episode, we hear from Laura Green about how she even got to be working at such a centre. Enjoy. My name is Laura Green, and I've been at the Observatory Science Centre for far longer than I ever expected to be. I lived in a cottage not far away from the Observatory Science Centre in the village of Wartling, and I had a young family and was looking to do something, anything, to get me out of the house for a few hours. I sound a bit bonkers, but really with two toddlers running around, I wanted to feel a sense of worth. My father mentioned to me that the Observatory Science Centre was just up the road, and did I know anything about it? Well, I didn't at the time, but I soon found out, made some inquiries and realised that they were looking for volunteers to help with groundwork when the Observatory Science Centre was closed. This included things like painting and cleaning and even a little bit of gardening. What a beautiful place to be of a summer's evening with good company. So I had great fun. Not only did I have my dad with me, but I also got to meet some of the people that also enjoyed being at the Observatory Science Centre. One of the people I found myself side by side with was who is now the Science Director, Sandra Voss, who was running the volunteer programme. We got on like a house on fire. I didn't realise her position at the time. But over the first few months of working there, She told me about the first ever science festival that was going to be taking place later in the year. Generally, I'm up to get involved in anything, so was quite happy to volunteer as a spare pair of hands at this first ever science festival. Not really sure what it was all about, but in for a penny and all that. Well, I always carry my camera wherever I go. So at that first ever festival, It was a case of taking lots of photographs, meeting people, being smiley and friendly, and not taking anything too seriously. After all, astronomy was something I didn't really know anything about. The first festival was a bit of a baptism by fire. People were really interesting. I quite enjoyed volunteering at the observatory on the summer's evening, painting and gardening, but this put things in a whole new realm. And actually afterwards, I was asked what I thought of it, didn't think anything of being quite honest and commenting with various ideas and things. Oh my goodness, I didn't know then that that was going to start a journey that, well, would lead me to being at the observatory right up and still am now. Anyway, so I carried on working at the observatory, partly on a volunteer basis, partly on doing other bits and bobs for them, including the photography, and got to know everyone, got to find a fascination with the centre, not just the grade two star listed building, not just the giant telescopes from the former Royal Observatory, and not just the quirky place that, well, I was always getting lost in in those early days, but actually got to start really enjoying the subject of science and astronomy which had never been anything I had any great particular interest in. My own interest led more down the route of history and art. But the two, surprisingly, work hand in hand. I love the history, the mythology, the storytelling, the legends. 
and everything else that seemed to also go hand in hand with this really quirky place. It's a fantastic resource for all ages and having a young family myself never missed an opportunity when I wasn't there working to take my own children up and to this day I swear that that has helped tremendously in their own education with their own science. However, moving on, the photography was something that really seemed to be taking off at the time and the place had been known for taking photographs of stars and other scientific things back in the day. So it seemed only fitting as we moved on with times that I learned a little bit about how to take photographs of the stars and the moon. Well, anyone will tell you, if you want to be proficient in your subject, you need to learn a little bit about it. So eventually I did my own GCSE astronomy and learned my way around the skies. I have to say though, my first love still remains with art and history, but it is a fascinating subject to learn and you can join everything up and you can find your way to finding pleasure in everything that you do. Now, working at the observatory wasn't just restricted to sight. It gave me the opportunity to travel and to meet other people. And it's surprising how this worked out really well in my personal life. As with anywhere, when you've worked somewhere for a long time, things change, things move on. And actually they have been for the better. It's not often these days that you end up working for somewhere for such a long time. But it's a very engaging place, certainly engaging enough for me to wish to stay. Working at the Observatory Science Centre was definitely as much about the people and is the stories and finding out about what makes people tick. So if you can engage with a group of people and you try and demonstrate or engage with them or find a connection with them, they're going to remember that. When we look back, we all rewrite our past and probably romanticise many things, but it's incredible how it's got to the stage now where people say, I remember you, I remember seeing a flaming tornado or infrared early on when it was still a big thing. I remember finding out about how to launch a rocket. I remember how you did a workshop about this or that or the other. That's got to be the greatest compliment, hasn't it? So, what else? My children are now older. I have pursued my interest of art and photography and history. It's amazing how you can be fulfilled with pursuing your interests. But of course, the last year or so has been somewhat strange. I've been very privileged to be able to continue to work for the observatory through lockdown by being able to work from home as well. And that has made a huge difference. I'm lucky, I do appreciate it. And I'm lucky enough to live right by the South Downs. So when it all gets a little bit too much, I can don my wellies and go trompsing over the Downs. And the weird thing is you look straight across from the peak of the South Downs. And if it's a clear day, there you can see in the distance, the equatorial group. That's the collective name for the six copper-covered domes of the observatory. So surprisingly, if I'm looking across from home, I don't quite get away from work. But do you know what? That's okay. I feel as though the observatory is part of me. And one day, I expect I will leave. But it will always continue to be a very significant time in my life working there. So what are the future? 
Well, I don't think any of us know exactly, but I think what the last year or so has shown us is that actually it's given an opportunity to reevaluate everything from relationships to friends, to what you do, <laughs> even what you eat. So would I change much? Hand on heart, I can honestly say, no, not really. I feel very privileged to have had the life with my job that I have had since 2005. No, I am one of the few that can honestly say I am probably completely content. Now, that really sounds somewhat smug, doesn't it? And that's the last thing I want it to be. But hey, this is my podcast. So just being honest. Finally, what can I tell you? Well, everyone is only as good as the people around them. And that's everyone. The people I work with at work are absolutely great. The people at home, absolutely great. Um, my friends have always been very supportive. And actually, I think I have chosen to keep my life fairly simple. My interests are fairly insular. My music, we have a very musical household. It tends to be fairly insular. Is that a bad thing? No, gosh, no, no. I love doing the social media for the Observatory Science Centre, but it does make me heightenedly aware of how things are interpreted. And I think in my own life, the last thing I want to do is broadcast everything out to everyone. We only ever highlight the best bits of ourselves and that can have quite a detrimental effect on others. So what I would say to anyone, if I can do a shout out for what I believe, it's if something is private, keep it private. Being responsible for social media for a tourist attraction, I'm always very mindful of how each word is interpreted. And I think that follows through to personal life as well. Do I want people to see my edited highlights of everything I do? Well, no, sometimes it's like giving away the best of you. Keep that, keep that for yourself. You're special. Your highlights of what you do and who you are is special. Do you want to give that away? Nah, not really, I don't think so. Well, to anyone that's listening, thank you for listening. The Observatory Science Centre is definitely somewhere that has had a massive impact on my life. And it all started off because I live down the road. However, if you're looking to somewhere to go that's really a little bit different, a little bit quirky, I can't recommend it enough. Am I biased? Yeah, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast with Laura Green. If you would like to find out more about the Observatory Science Centre at Hurstman Zoo, then why not head to our website at www.the-observatory.org. Till next time.